Hey guys, this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson. I'm Dave Horwitz. And we have some incredible guests for you. It's actually first time for us. We have a couple. Yes. Uh, welcome into our studio, a new fourth microphone. Oh my gosh. And also welcome into our studio, uh, comedians, writers, actors, hosts of uh, Mega, Mega, also on Campfire Pop- Audio. Mm-hmm. Greg Hess and Holly, Holly Laurent. Enjoy. Greg, Holly, Dave, it's a round table. <laughs> <laughs> Our first couple. Thanks for having us. And we're literally at a round table. That's yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's right. Oh. Okay, so you're a legitimate couple. A legitimate couple. <laughs> You've been together 12 years. Yeah. Married 10. Yeah, just hit our 10. Wow. Yeah, a couple months ago. It was great. What did you do for it? We went to Mexico for a month. Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoa, a month? Wait. wait. <laughs> Hang on. Later, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, after 10 years, you, you have some stuff to to celebrate. So we, we left for a month. <laughs> That's wow. tight as hell. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's not because like we have like oil money or something either. I think a lot of people, when we said we were going, they were like, oh, so... Are you a trust fund kid or something? Yeah, are you we secretly actually rich? Made money we by actually going. made money. We by got leaving. a renter for our place. You oh, forget wow. this is the most expensive, one of the most expensive places to live in America. Yes. Mm-hmm. and Mexico isn't. Yeah, yeah. You you like made money by going. Oh yeah. Yeah, we made money on renting our apartment. Went down there, got a cheaper place, and then lived off of just eating fresh fish and like fresh <sighs> mango and day after day going wow. on walks on the beach with the dog every night. It was so. Sister lovely. came. Sister yeah, we took the dog. We just drove down. Our dog is named Sister. Whoa, that's so. Yeah, I the, the stories I hear of people having like unbelievable Mexican. My my brother was showing me these pictures of this place he went with like eight people, and it was a villa. Yeah. And he showed me a picture. He was like, "This is uh, this was our uh, cook, and that that cook was like a live-in cook housekeeper person." And we all like tipped them really well, but they stayed. You know, for eight nights, we just like ate. Yes. Wow. Fresh food yes. like made for us. Oh. Didn't why, have to leave. Why do we live in Los Angeles? I don't know. It'll burn <laughs> like, your noodle a little bit to think about because when yeah. once you're down there and we kept saying we're walking on the same ocean. It's you know, th- these are the same cliffs that people spend tens of millions Million. of dollars to live on down just there. a few hours north of here. Mm-hmm. And wow. here we are. And you can afford to live on the ocean in Mexico. It's crazy. And you can't do that. And in we the both States. came back up for work at different points. Yeah. And no one ever really knew we were gone. I had no idea we you guys worked, were out of town. I know. We worked yeah. the whole time we were there because we both work from home. So we just were like, oh, we're doing everything we would normally be doing in LA, but we're doing it here. And then when we're done with our work, we can be like, do you want to go to the wow. beach? There's just sand everywhere in our condo for a solid <laughs> wow. sand yeah, in our fun. sheets. Sand everywhere because the dog was so sandy. Why it's not? So great. That's yeah. so nice. No wonder you guys look so like relaxed and tan. <laughs> we feel relaxed. Yeah. This is although uh, this is about as tan as I've ever been. Yeah. And it's that which just means for those of you who can't see me, it's um, a lot of freckles. It's freckling. I mean, and look, you you know, you bring up an interesting point, but <laughs> if if you don't live, if you don't live in L.A., then how can you be eligible to book a Skittles commercial? That's right. You know? Right. You can't. 
You can't. That's right. You can't. Unless you tape your own audition and for some and reason someone wants to see it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You can start doing offer only Skittles commercials. That's <laughs> how you do it. Yeah, that's how you get rich. I need to be the guy who like picks a Skittle off a tree, who stands next <laughs> to an old man who's like, That's the Skittle tree. And then but it's it's but it's nothing. It's very little. It's a small performance. Okay, yeah. We no. want it deadpan guys. <laughs> Always. Um, did you guys did you guys keep any of your wedding cake to eat in Mexico? You know how you know how people do that? Oh, like where they I freeze their wedding about that cake? Sick tradition. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have a wedding cake. Why? Yeah. What? Oh. what? We had cobbler. We did a pig roast and cobbler. We were like in the mountains on a horse ranch in the Blue Ridge Mountains. You guys are so good at vacation. <laughs> Is this a real thing? No, Is this real? Actually, we did end up having a cake, and I was so irritated because we were like, we didn't want this. Oh, yeah, because they wanted to have a tradition of cutting the cake. We were like, oh. we don't want a cake. We don't want the cutting. We don't want the feeding. We don't want any of that stuff. But whole, like we were really hands-off about our wedding, yeah. and so like the moms got involved, and they kind of took it over. And so there were things where we were very, there were like we definitely don't want this and all those things just appeared. <laughs> yeah, they just happened I was anyway. Like, one big thing is I don't want to carry flowers. I don't want to have anything yeah. in my hands. Mm -hmm. And I was handed as I was like walking down the aisle, they handed me the most massive hydrangea, like bigger flowers. Ambushed. You could, yeah. <laughs> you got duped on your own wedding yeah, day. It was all just like, well, all right. So wait, we did end up having a cake, even though we were like definitely no yeah. cake, especially because we're both pie people anyway. Yeah, we were like, you seem pie. like pie people. Yeah. 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 Which is a huge compliment. Oh, but you yeah. didn't have to feed each other the cobbler. No, but that we did, I guess, do the cake they thing and kind of rolled our eyes and went along with was it. Was it a traditional, like, straight up wedding? Was it just like they gave, they also got you a wedding cake or was it? It was like a small little wedding cake that they did. Yeah. They were on the side. Like just so you could <laughs> cut it. And we're yeah. like, oh. But, <laughs> That's no, so it was funny. A, but I was like, was I guess if I cared, I shouldn't have put it in somebody else's hands. Mm -hmm. so yeah. It turns out I guess I cared. I didn't think I cared. <laughs> yeah. It was a combo traditional wedding and not traditional wedding because we did sort of traditional vows and like we had we didn't actually have wedding parties we had friends um get up and do something to surprise we just had we, we just told oh, friends that's nice. everyone <laughs> and so great we have a lot of comedian friends so that was really fun Did and then a lot of stand-up comedians just doing a set <laughs> kind of, well, <laughs> like sort of yeah, yeah kind of like <laughs> some of it was roasty some of it you know one of our friends wrote a mad lib that was really funny oh, that's that great. the audience filled in the blanks for great. and then he read it um but then I thought kind of our wedding was crazy, but a lot of one of the cool things is we hired a um, a high school clogging team <laughs> to come and just you know clog the dancing. The yes. like and they wore their sparkle yes. uniforms. Whoa. And they just wait, showed up. Where was this? It was in North Carolina and like Western North Carolina. A clogging team in North Carolina came to your wedding <laughs> and, and they performed. Just, and they performed for like 20 minutes and did their they routine. They just clogged and everyone watched them and it was what? the best. What? What does yeah. that cost? It was like a hundred bucks. Are you something? kidding? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so cheap. It was cheaper than the band. I remember that. We had a bluegrass band doing bluegrass. Yeah. Whoa. And then we had these like cloggers come. We were like, what if we got mountain cloggers? And so we were looking around and there's like, there's a yeah. high school group. And we're like, let's do them. And then when they came, they had on their like high school clogging like uniforms that kind of looked like cheerleader uniforms. Yeah. They were like sparkly mm -hmm. turquoise and silver. Yeah. yeah. With their little legs coming out and like ding -dong 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 -dong. And their coach and a few dance moms came. Came. Yeah. And wow. they clogged our wedding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just proves that you can have whatever wedding you want. And the only concessions you have to make are like a couple of mom things, which I feel like 
yeah. any wedding, there's going to be a couple of mom things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually, looking back on it now, we totally wish we had eloped. <laughs> We yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, we absolutely. Like, oh, we should have just taken the money and I would have done gone to Europe for a month. Differently. I really have done something yeah. totally alone that was just us huh. gone away. I would never have had a wedding. Wait, tell us more about that. Well, plus I'm such an anxious peach. The whole thing was kind of lost on me. I, it was just such a like when everyone is there for you and everyone's trying to talk to you. I don't want that. And there's this pressure to like look perfect and to be happy and for everything to be wonderful. I just was like, this is not. That's and we looked awful fun. and we're totally sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was our least favorite day. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm miserable. That's right. But I, yeah, I think we, we just, we, we, we halfway did it right by doing some weird stuff, which I really liked. Mm -hmm. I think if we did it all again and had to have some, to, to make our families happy, it probably, we would have had to have some kind of gathering to make it official and not just leave the country. <laughs> yeah. I think we wish that we had just done a party in Chicago or something and yeah. invited everyone and just said, we're already married. Now let's all hang out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, I, I, I never got like a huge <laughs> indicator that my parents would care one way or another, but semi recently, my, uh, well, not, I guess it's not semi recently, but I, I, I got, I heard like my mom said something, uh, and this was like, I think when I was in a relationship with someone where it was serious, she was like, well, I think that, and then just kind of spouted off a bunch of, uh, things that she clearly had thought of already. Like, yeah. I think it would be, Oh, we're well, clearly, we do a party here and do the engagement party thing here. And I was like, Oh my God, you, wow. This is so much more thought than I have ever given to any of this <laughs> yeah. where I would, I would have, I'm cool with a party. I'm cool with the courthouse. I'm cool with nothing. And so it's very interesting to, uh, find out what your family's priorities are yeah yeah it's funny i think it's all too often that the wedding really does become a i feel like everyone says this too it really becomes about everyone but the bride and groom it's mm -hmm. like uh, meeting all these other needs and but who did we just talk to i just met a couple who everyone was on mushrooms at their wedding <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> wait what wait yes who i just that I also just heard this. There was a Were mushroom bar, podcast? a mushroom bar at their wedding. Wait, oh, was really? it a podcast? And I was like, "That's great." Where everyone was. Oh, just wait. Maybe we're talking to different people. I had uh, friends I know had a. There was a weed and mushroom bar where they had uh, uh, divvied up um, capsules, like mushrooms in capsules, and people could have them whenever they wanted uh, during the like cocktail hour. Whoa! Is this, this in LA? Yeah, uh, it was like an hour away. I forget where, but this was like a week ago. <laughs> Wait, you have a different <laughs> wedding that we had a mushroom bar? Yeah. I, I think know. it was somebody at the, I just had a kind of like a, a bridal shower thing at, at our house. I think it was one of the girls for Dom's wedding. Oh, okay. Who was like, yeah, we just had a wedding and it was wonderful. Everyone was on mushrooms and, and it was, they said it was an incredible experience. And I was like, that's actually a wonderful that's idea. That's so funny. I that's don't so know. Funny. I mean, to confront, I know. Part to of confront like, your in-laws for the cool? first time <laughs> on uh, mushrooms? Uh, at a wedding over mushrooms. Or maybe it would be great. I, I would, the, the one I'm thinking of, I, I guess the pills were microdose amounts. Yeah. So it was people just feeling like kind of giggly and happy and open. And I don't, I think you'd have, I think that at least this one, it was, you would be hard pressed to like do too much unless you were just shoving them in your mouth. Right. Wow. Uh, but, I mean, someone always gets too drunk at a wedding. I would assume, yeah. I would have to assume that at least one person would just trip nuts. Total, <laughs> total. That is so total insane. The, the people that got too drunk at my wedding were all my Virginia. Um, I'm from Virginia, and 
somebody, some friend, some family friend thought it was really important. They thought it was kind of insulting that we were getting married in North Carolina. Why? I don't know. Just like we're this close to Virginia. You should have just gotten married in Virginia. So they brought a bunch of a bag of dirt from Virginia and they put it and Holly <laughs> stood on it. And then he was like, good. Now you got married in Virginia. <gasps> and they draped me in a Virginia flag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they put a Virginia <laughs> flag on her shoulder. This Your guys' wedding, it went from feeling like a very normal wedding. Oh, and no, every single <laughs> detail is getting it weirder. It was kind weirder. of a total disaster. The bloggers were great. Mm-hmm. The music was pretty good. The food was great. But it was kind of a total disaster from top to bottom. And oh. I was I feel like I was mostly blacked out the whole time anyway because I was so just like anxious mm-hmm. and that way yeah and and then we were like halfway through our honeymoon before i was just like i need i think i need to cry for a while <laughs> <laughs> just like sob Aww. and just be like that was too much for me i yeah. wish we just but it, and then it's funny because i got it in my head a few years into our marriage i was like you know what if we make it to 10 on our 10 year anniversary i'm gonna throw the wedding i always wanted and it's just gonna be like in a restaurant that's all twinkly with just like mm. 15 people around a table, like our most dear, close tribe. And it's going to be how we want it and everything. And then we started to come up on it this summer. And I started to be like, oh, if I'm going to do that, I got to do that. And I started kind of thinking about it. And Greg was like, Hal, please don't do yeah. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we Could just we go to Mexico not? for 30 <laughs> days? Yeah, let's go to Mexico. That was actually a pretty good. Uh, that's a great yeah, compromise. That a that's a compromise. That's a better version. Better. That's a better version. I my parents eloped, and so nothing. It, no one in my family's ever had like a traditional wedding. Like uh-huh. my brother and sister aren't married, and I don't see a world where I have a wedding. It seems. Oh, yeah. It seems like a real. That would make me panic. Like yeah. it, I would feel the way you felt. Yeah. Like too overwhelmed. Not my vibe. Yeah. It's too stressful. Yeah. A lot of performer weddings are interesting because in our in our day to day lives, it's like. Yes, look, look at me. Like, I look, come to my show, watch this thing I put. Po- hey, hey, guys, like, click this link. And then I feel like I've seen a lot, like, at, and I feel like I would be the same way where you're at your wedding. You're just like, oh, no, no, don't, you don't, you don't have to look at me if you please. Yeah. Understand. They're like low key in a park, and you're like, this is so weird for the, you're, everything you do is bigger yeah. than this wedding. Wait, yeah. who officiated your wedding? My dad. My dad's a preacher. Oh, whoa. Wait. <laughs> Do- you're a preacher's a- daughter? Uh-huh. PK. My dad's a preacher. In fact, both my grandpas are preachers. So my dad is a preacher's kid. My mom is a preacher's kid. And I'm a preacher's kid. Whoa. <laughs> and my yeah. dad was a satanic priest. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was priest like, it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. She's the best. Um, what did your parents do? Um, my mom was a dental hygienist okay. slash homemaker. And then my dad worked at ski resorts and wow. started as a restaurant manager and then like moved into real estate. So very different back. You grew up in very different homes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But his grandpa, his dad's dad was a preacher and they would like go up to the like church campground every summer and be there for uh-huh. a long time. And they would have like church meetings at night and you'd go swimming in the lake during the day and stuff. So oh, wow. he could speak enough of the language of like kind of that stuff I came mm-hmm. from. Um, That's nice. To make me feel l- l- not like totally an alien a loon. in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A total loon. A Wait, total it, is this where the idea for your podcast came? Yes. It is? I, w- I wanted to do a podcast and I kept being brainstorming all these ideas and Greg kept being like, if you want to do something, you have to do something about a megachurch. Because when I graduated from college, I worked at a megachurch. <gasps> like as I was deconverting and, and no longer even being a person of faith, I was like, 
I'm pretty sure I'm an atheist. And I was working at a mega church <gasps> outside Chicago because it was a job and I had this job that and I had the, insurance. Like, most famous mega church of all. Yeah. Whoa. That just had like a big me too thing. I mean, it's a whole. Whoa, 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 whoa. So I was working. <laughs> Here we go. So <laughs> this whole podcast this year just turns into like men getting canceled. Like yeah. no joke. So uh. when we first met, I was working at a mega church during the day to support whoa. my improv habit at night. And I was like living in Chicago and I was doing comedy every night of the week and blah, blah. And then I would like drive out to the suburbs to my mega church job. And I was like, I don't even believe in God anymore. What were so you I doing felt very closeted out at that yeah. job because I would lose my job if they knew I was no longer a person of faith. And wow. But I knew how to speak the language because I grew up yeah. with my dad was an evangelical. My dad is now a pastor of a mega church. But when I was younger, he was a tr- an itinerant evangelist, like bringing the good news of the gospel like to middle America by traveling. It started this is in a rock band. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) My mom and dad were in, they started one of the first Christian rock bands in the 1970s called the Good News Circle. Okay. Wow, that name is great. You have to play a little bit of it. The Leftovers. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. It's my favorite show of all time, by the way. Okay. I love well, that show. I yeah. do too. Get ready. Buckle up. Season Dave, three opener. Remember the Pilgrim thing? Yes. There was a, that's Holly's dad singing underneath that. And we just had it on in our house. I was obsessed we with were, Leftovers. It came out. I was waiting for the new season to start. Mm-hmm. And it comes on and I get this weird feeling coming up my spine where I hear this <laughs> music. And I'm like, what's... I, I'm imagining that this is my parents' band on this HBO show. I'm losing my mind. It's happening. I'm a psychopath. I'm and imagining that the Good News Circle is yeah. playing. And it is. And, it is. <laughs> and I'm running around. I'm like, Greg, this is happening. Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind. Your dad didn't call you and say, hey. They didn't, they didn't even, even know. know. I was like, hey, have you ever Wait, dad? Don't you have to ask? No, they had like, because they signed away all their, you know, publishing rights. It was the 70s. But my oh. parents, and they actually don't like need months to know, later, like, they got a check. So though, we, they were like, how? We got a check from the HBO people for 700 and something dollars. You're like, huh, it should have been $75,000. That's a wild episode, too. I got, okay, now I'm going to go back and watch I've been contemplating a rewatch because what a moving, unbelievable show. That's weird that you bring up The Leftovers on HBO because I was about to ask Ask the Fish in a Barrel question. Are you watching Righteous Gemstones? Oh, so you were a little bit. I watched the pilot. We watched the pilot and we didn't love it. Because I was wondering, like, how that. compares to your experience in a megachurch. Oh, you can tell that no one really involved with that show has any idea of the actual world of the... It feels to me like they're just doing like Ocean's 8 with a bunch of comedians and yeah. the megachurch is the backdrop. Mm-hmm. But it's not true to the world of the megachurch. It feels more like it's a heist thing or something. It's just a... It's a real like flashy show. The spectacle of it. Like, I mean, in 
there's like, uh, I just am wondering from like, there's lasers and right. there, it is, there is a lot of like oh, yeah. electric guitar stuff. Is that kind of pageantry yeah, yeah. on For display sure. at the yeah, that's real. IMEG screens and bands and that's wild. the wow. lights and the, the, um, you know, the fogging the stage and all that oh, stuff. Oh, thank yeah. God. I think on our podcast, I mean, we've t- we talk about this a lot because if that is to, I mean, that's such a Danny McBride style, you know, it's in the gear mm-hmm. of Danny McBride no matter what he does. At le- on our podcast, we talk a lot about, we play characters that are bigger than ourselves, but we try to play them almost um, like they, they truly believe like what they're saying so mm-hmm. that the satire is very... Um, the satire has a little bit more like teeth to it or something. Yeah. And there, and, and I, and actually, I don't know. I, I feel like we, we actually know a lot about the, the Bible <laughs> yeah. and we know yeah, a lot yeah. about the reference level. And I guess I would compare it to maybe like Christopher Guest, like when yeah. he does like folk music, like you can tell, like he knows about folk music yeah, and he, yeah. like the things they're making fun of are very specific. Yep. And I think we try to, bring that same level of like care to it because we actually do come from backgrounds that like reflect it. Yeah. And we can I do like that. more like hard commentary on that world by being people who are sincere believers. Mm-hmm. We're able to create more commentary about like actually casting light on it because it's funny cause I'm an actual like secular humanist, but I speak evangelical mm-hmm. and I can like translate the new Testament. I took Koine Greek in college. I went to a Christian college. I got my master's. And stuff. Like, wow. I, I'm like very dangerous to that world because like I know so know much, I know it inside and out, but now I'm outside of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, it's pretty clear that they, yeah. I mean like it's, it's funny because there's so much like the plot mechanics and anything that like is happening on the show that is not, um, like faith based or any, any of that is I, I think scans. And then, there's just a very light dusting of yeah. like whenever you see someone up like uh, preaching or, or there's any like Sunday school, any mention of anything, you're like, hmm, this is like, I wonder why this scene is a quarter of a page long. Yeah. Like, it feels like, yeah. Could, like, like you could substitute the church and that for like Amway and it would be the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where any it's kind of like, like a bogus. Is it thing. good? Yeah. Do you like it? There. I mean, it's interesting because it is like heavily serialized. And so like the I'm I'm like. I I love when a story starts to track because at first I was yeah. like, what is this about even? And then as it goes on, I was like, oh, this is like, I think they are doing some really cool stuff, but it did take a while for it to grow on yeah, me. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I think if I had the background that you guys had, I, my radar would be like way just, attuned. Yeah. Like even you saying Sunday school, like it would, at a mega church, it wouldn't be called Sunday school. It would be like called some cool name or whatever. Yeah. Like the high school ministry is called, well, in our podcast, the high school ministry is called Climax. And the, <laughs> like, you know, it would be like the children's ministry would be called like Student Impact. And yeah. it would all be like, it would never be, you know, it's not a sanctuary. It's an auditorium. It's not Sunday school. It's Promised Land. It's wow. Not, you know, it's like yeah. All it's flashy. so flashy. Pageantry. It's, yeah. so flashy. I mean, as someone who went to Hebrew school in a Girl Scout house, that yeah. this all really resonates with me. You're that talking, great. You're talking to two Jews who <laughs> yeah. are like, what is this language? Yeah, but also I've just, I mean, I've been removed from any, like, I, you know, I had a bar mitzvah when I was 13 and then they, they, they say to you, you're free to continue your studies now that you're a man in the eyes of the Jewish community. And I was like, I'm nah. Good. I'm and good. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been, you know, I, I say that I, I am a practicing Jew only in my face because you can't really, <laughs> can't really hide it. Like <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. That face took practice too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
had to curate the beard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. The mustache should be a little longer. This is a lot of nice work. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, and you're a bit of a sneaky Jew. I'm a sneaky Jew. Everyone yeah. I tell I'm a Jew to goes, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Because you look like you could be like a member of the Norse tribes that I think I came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe I was at some yeah. point in a past life. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But in this life, the Norwegian was Hebrew born tribes Jewish. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like some rogue yeah. <laughs> human just being like, what is... Why yeah. am I alone in this? And Abraham had another son that <laughs> kind of tracked way up it kind of into the strange. north. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I have questions for you as a married couple. Mm-hmm. What would you give like a couple just getting, what kind of advice would you give a couple just getting into a relationship? <laughs> Asking for both me and Dave. <laughs> Oh, I we just talked about this. You actually. did? Where? When? Why? Remember we were talking to Oh, your brother. So Holly's brother oh, is yeah. in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And Congratulations to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. congrats. Yeah, hey Chris, and hang in there. <laughs> Chris, you're doing great. And on, I think something that we um <laughs> and he had well, we were just saying that like when we first started dating it was super rocky and there was so just tons hard. of like turmoil and Why? we had both gotten out of other relationships and I think neither of us at I different points were just like wreck. not in good places. You're also probably pretty young too, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty young. And, and I think also 14? No, we were 14. <laughs> well, he was... Well, we don't have to get into it. It was... You were too young. I'm seven years older than him. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. And so Scandal. I look back and I'm like, wait, you definitely got married too young. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got married at about the right age, but you got married too young, yeah. I think. And I think it was also oh, just like amazing. we... You know, I think there was just like turmoil because you're like getting used to incorporating another person really into your hard. life and not being selfish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's bumpy. And I think sometimes if you think that it's good, but even though it's bumpy, if you think it's good, you should hang in there because I think there are times to just, you know, say, no, this is bad. I'm out. But yeah. if you feel like there's something there that's worth working for, I think reminding yourself that the first uh, our first like year or so was bumpy Ugh. and then our first year of marriage was bumpy yeah i think that that sounds very common i feel like yeah. i hear a lot of people being like the first year of marriage is really weird everyone says that and i was like no no not us we're cool yeah I mean, it was we're the terrible. cool people it was yeah. what it, terrible what's so weird about it i think i had only ever been in like really dramatic relationships like relationships that had drama and yeah was big fights push and pull. yeah, yeah. And then loud makeup yeah and all that stuff and so I was used to this dating vibe and then this vibe was so different of the push and pull and that like dramatic dance. This wasn't I, there or was it? Well, with him, I, I think I was used to there being drama. And with Greg, there's like no drama. And so I almost would, I would kind of create drama to like make it feel familiar somehow. Yeah, that makes sense. And I was too emotionally immature to even realize I was maybe doing that. And maybe you were too, maybe we didn't have the even the communication skills to like call it out and say like what is this and wh- why is this happening and I reserve my drama for the stage. Ooh. <laughs> a true oh thespian. <laughs> I was in acting school at the time. We, and in fact, we dated and then we like broke up. Yeah. How many times? Once. Um. 
we yeah for sure and i was like devastated yeah. and all my girlfriends were like let's focus on all the stuff about him that sucks and i'm like okay <laughs> let's make <laughs> you're a like list. number one the number he one broke thing up was with me <laughs> <laughs> the number one thing exactly. that our friend that one of our like closest friends was like you wore crocs and yeah. i was like no i didn't and she to this day was like yes you did you had crocs I saw Crocs in and it was because <gasps> I was taking bed. a pottery class. Yeah, it turned out. But after he still knows yeah, that's, that's good not to wear Crocs. You can like hose them down. You oh, you like don't yeah. ruin is, your shoes. It's you know like everyone puts their excuse. children in I'm Crocs. Yeah. I feel like everyone makes fun of Crocs, and then everyone who has kids has babies with Crocs on. Oh, yeah. for sure. Why? Yeah, because so I think you can hose off. Are they taking pottery? No, all the babies are in pottery class. You gotta put him to work. I, I mean, take what? offense that she thought that one of the worst things about me was that I had Crocs. That's probably a good sign. Oh, yeah, that's a great thing. sign. The worst thing about you is the yeah. shoes you wear. Literally, you can fix it instantly by throwing them out. Right. That's right. And right. I didn't. But I, I doubled down that. and I then I wore to them out to the dance club. <laughs> <laughs> you did also have weird dance shoes too. Very I weird did dance have shoes. Weird dance shoes. Oh, well, that's great. So all my footwear was off. Your footwear was strange. Seems like what's this list is falling apart. It's just two shoes. Yeah, your shoes are just wonky. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, I don't know what what was it. I think it, now it, it it seems almost funny to go back and think about those early times as being they were kind of rot, and now I'm like, oh, they were they were whatever. They were like fine. We, yeah. we wrote it out and it was fine. And at, then, at the time, it I probably think, seemed really dramatic. I think it got easier, and then it got like hard again. We had a couple hard years in the like somewhere in the beginning yeah. and i think that too was because like it it started to become the longest relationship i'd ever been in yeah and then all these like for me maybe it was trust things came up where i was like starting to almost create a problem that wasn't there because i was like af- i had always been terrified of getting married because i have this like I, I have this personality of, or this psychological thing of like being trapped in emotional pain is, uh, is like this yeah. fear of mine mm-hmm. and so i almost then like in a few years into our marriage, like made it bad again because I was so afraid that it was good. And if it was good, then I could lose it. And then I realized I had trust issues and like, yeah, it was really starting to look like trust and becoming a family. And I almost freaked out about that and it became really hard for like a year or two. And then now I feel like, I don't know. I can look back at least we've been here for six years and I'm like, man, it just, it feels like it gets so much easier and more like, just tender and calm and peaceful and easy every year. It's so Oh, that nice. sounds so nice. Yeah. It is nice, yeah. How do you guys work on it? Are you do you work on yourself separately and then like the relationship just works or like is it work? People always say relationships are hard, relationships are work. Like is that true or are we just being bullshitted? It's I think it's definitely hard <laughs> in the beginning. I feel like now it's so easy. I always I've been thinking about that phrase actually relationships are work. Yes, I, me I too. I don't think of us. I don't like wake up in the morning and go like well, gotta work on gotta this. Clock no. into the old relationship. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think at times it takes. Like I will say, like I'll be like inattentive and realize like, oh, I've been kind of like self-obsessed with something or just like not aware. And I have to remind myself, like, hey, you live with someone, or mm. that that is like a part of your life and day, and you just—I I mean, you even yawned. This, this happened last night. Like, <laughs> we were—I got a little bit high at a concert that we went to, yeah. And then we were home, <laughs> and we were talking in bed, and you were talking to me, and I—I I had my eyes closed, and I was totally 
listening. I truly was. But I imagine someone eyes <laughs> totally closed, going, "Uh huh, yeah, uh huh, yeah." And I was and like, I was "Hey really man, you made your eyes closed for a like, really long Your eyes are closed. You're not even listening to me. And like, you really came after me. And I was like, "I was, but my I can listen with my eyes closed." You're like, it's because I got high. <laughs> See, but I mean, I, I well, you know we're all laughing about this because it's it's so clear. That, I mean, that insecurity of you're not listening to me is completely a natural thing yeah. and yeah. being so high you can't keep your eyes open is a natural <laughs> also thing also natural i i really think that the relationships or work people are dealing with the kind of core differences yes. that people don't realize are sometimes insurmountable and i think about that all the time where it's the like it's you know fed to us in like cbs multicams yeah. where it's like yeah. wine mom culture and sports guy culture yeah. where it's like I need time with the guys. Yeah. You don't understand that. And it, and it feels super constructed to me because all the best couples that I know are just like fundamentally they get along and they can, you know, having hard times versus like having resentment that gnaws at the yeah. at you like that's always there yes. in the back of your head because that's not going away. Relationships or work people are like, she's always doing it. Like, yeah, who, I like who needs a gripe? You know? I have a theory on it. I think relationships are hard if you choose the wrong person and you keep trying to make it work. Be, because yeah. in my experience of all my relationships, they've all been pretty, some have been easy, but some have been pretty hard. And I'm like, we were just not right for each other. Yeah. And that felt very clear from the beginning to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I was like, this is going to be a lot of work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. A, a married couple friend of mine said that to me recently. Of like, you know, we fight a lot, but like all couples fight a lot. And I, and I didn't say anything, but in my mind I was like, I don't know if all couples do fight a lot. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, no. I, and, and, and this is what I was just telling my brother, Chris, because he got out of a really long-term relationship that had gotten really comfortable and easy and you were in your yeah. routines and patterns and all that stuff. Thanks for bringing this back. I was wondering why <laughs> I <laughs> ever mentioned him. And he's yeah. now dating a back new to Chris. person who, um, it, like is, is a more challenging person, which yep. I think is actually better for him, mm -hmm. who kind of is like challenging him to be his best self. And like, Love maybe that. you shouldn't smoke pot all day. And yeah. Maybe you, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And where I'm like, I see it from the outside. And I'm like, this is a good, this is actually an equal partner. And my brother has always like saved these like projects. Of yes. Where he's the savior and that makes him feel good. And yep. Gives you purpose and value. Yes. Yeah. And, and then he feels like, well, they're not going to leave. When trust issues come up, he's like, well, I do everything for them. They're not going to leave me. And, and they this do. Is a, and, and, and what he's feared worried about now is this woman like actually has more money than him she doesn't need him she just wants him and he's like i kind of can't trust that like huh. she could leave at any time like why is she with me and i was like honestly chris i was like it's not my job to know like why greg loves me yeah it's not your job to know why heather loves you that's that's up to them yeah like but the thing i was telling him oh, was, like, i like I, that i was like i think you're applying long-term relationship expectations to an early relationship and the beginning is always really hard i think it's really hard in the beginning kind of no matter what yeah because, because you're testing each other's boundaries like here's a boundary for me and the other person's like oh that's a weird boundary that's weird yeah and like, well here's one for me oh that's weird mm, you know? not sure and i like that yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's anxiety in the first part too that like both people are battling and you don't want to bring it to each other necessarily too you're just like so there's stuff there's just stuff in the totally. beginning that and you I can't really talk about because if you did it'd be like oops we're in a marriage suddenly <laughs> right. you know right. and i think first like after you get like through this sort of like initial like passionate like oh my god this person is everything to me and it's so sexy and hot yeah then you like actually have to figure out how to how your lives sort of like align yeah and it's a it's and it could be different it could be like a weird shock to be like oh 
like I think for Holly and I, like the big thing that's taken me the longest time f- to like um, accept and just like realize it's not like a, a comment on me is like I am like a very I'm like fairly stoic and like can like if I'm upset like I sort of just like am gonna be like okay like or Holly is like everything feels every she's like an empath you feel everything like. I at, cry ten times. Like a she day. cries ten times a day. I read like, a poem and I'm just sobbing. He'll look over and be like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I just read a poem." <laughs> and then, and half the time it is like that interaction where I'll be like, "Wait, what happened?" And she'll be like, "I just I looked outside and I saw a dog limping." And oh. I'll just be like, "Okay, oh. it was oh a dog gosh. limping cry." But and, and oh, for a long wow. time that was like really hard for me because I I oh, just I'm like, "Oh my, this oh, person." That's true. And it, it was used hard to for me. You. I yeah, it used that. to like really upset me. I would be like. <laughs> it's like that you would feel things so much. Wow. And now I like celebrate it as like, this is this amazing part of your personality. But that was like an early thing that I just had no experience of. Yeah. So it was really hard for me. And now I'm just, now, now I can like, <laughs> now. just last night you were like, read it to me. And I was like, I'll cry. And you're like, you can get through it. And so I just sobbed. And you didn't give a shit at all. We've got so is, far. Now I'm used this to is it. the sweetest. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sweetest characteristic. <laughs> I it is. Cry. Yeah, I was a tender I've, hoof. We, we went to a shaman in um, Mexico and it was <laughs> of really course. We went to a meditation <laughs> drum circle. As you do on your tenure, you have to go <laughs> yes. to a shaman. And and um, things got we weird actually, in Mexico. When we were in Mexico, we made I made some discoveries, and I was like, I wonder if I'm actually discovering things that are gonna bring me out of like my my easily crying years. Like I might be making a huge human shift. Wow. We'll see. I'll let you know. But I wanted to tell you one more thing yes, about please. what you were asking is that like now my philosophy is um, on relationships. Yes. That like I think life is so hard. Life is just hard. It's it's hard and it's challenging and it's painful and there's loss and there's beauty and celebration and and joy and all that too. Yeah. But like life is really, really hard. And I look around my life and I see my dear tribe friends who are in relationships that make it even a little harder. And then I see people who are in relationships where like, Oh, life is hard enough. Your relationship can be something that makes it a little bit easier. Mm. Like yeah. we'll kind of carry these things together. The transmission went out. We can help each other. We can yeah. whatever. Like life is hard. And like I say, your relationship, not in the beginning, but like your relationship should make it a little bit easier. I love and that. we've all been in those relationships where it was like, this relationship makes my already hard life harder. Worse, way Absolutely. worse. Way the, worse. The thing I feel like the little I love that. that I keep in my head anytime I'm dating anyone and anytime someone is confiding in me about like a problem or even something that's good. I always just remember because uh, it's sometimes easy to forget the way it's like pushed on us. But relationships are optional. And yeah. so it's like I think about that constantly when someone is when I when when it's like, oh, that's the couple that fights all the time. And so they're at this party fighting or or oh, my God, this person's making my life so much better. Uh, which is great because I've chosen this person to share my life with. Like you saying, the, one of the hard things in a be- the beginning of a relationship is melding your life with someone, your schedule, your, oh, I forgot. I didn't realize that I'm spending three hours by myself every afternoon, but this is in this window of time. Now this person's going to come over because that's what yeah. how our schedules like line up. But it's like, ni- no one has to, you don't have to do yeah. that. But yeah. if it yeah. makes you feel great, that's a great reason to do it, but yeah. not just because like, well, I'm, 
I'm this far into my 30s and my, you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? I, I, like, yeah. it, it's TikTok. Yeah. 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 The app, not the. But yeah. Yeah. TikTok. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> right go viral. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. It's funny too because I feel like as time passes, I, I think both of us have changed a lot. Oh, yeah. I, for sure. I think we've both really, really changed. And, and like you said, is it. Is that you each do in your individual work and it helps the relationship or you do relationship stuff. We went to like ma- marriage or couples counseling a few years ago and we both hated it. We're like, let's never do that again. Yeah. It was like, it made things worse. It was mm-hmm. terrible. And when we figured out our way to do it, and for us it was like working on ourselves yeah. made the duo better. Yeah. But I think we've both changed so much too that we're way different than we were when we first got together. We're way yeah. more like we've, it's just become like quieter and calmer. God, that's so nice. That's, yeah. that's we're, so we're really nice. Different. You've changed so much. I feel like you've you've become like mo- mo- so much like more interesting and like you keep deepening <gasps> and like becoming. Oh my god, this is I get, sweet. Like, sometimes I get like shy crushes when I like see who you're becoming. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh my god. And I think so much of it is like the individual oh work god. we're doing, but I, I also know. think I'm gonna cry. It'll rub off so on you. Sweet. Yeah. But I think it's wow. because of each other too. Like I think you have changed in part from my influence and I think I've changed oh, in part from your yeah. influence. Like you <gasps> have said things to me of like you shouldn't do that. That's bad for you. Stop doing that. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's right. Wow. You know what you know. Wow, I love, wow, yeah. what's happening in my body? Well, I, what's happening, in, what's oh happening, what's happening in your body is that we're talking to people who really prove or make a strong case for a long-term relationship. Because, like, you know, a, a, like a running theme over like now yeah. three seasons of this show is kind of like shoulders up. We I, don't know. We don't know, we don't like, know what then, we're doing. a lot of times we'll either interview people who are in a long relationship and then over time like after the episode airs it's it's over uh-huh. or it's somebody who's like I'm single too I don't know but to to hear I mean I think there is a practicality to try counseling if it doesn't work see what works for you grow on your own 12 years is a long time to like to have stasis so I think yeah. it's like yeah I, you know you don't I don't think we look to like our parents or, or, or any other generation for like a relationship model that makes sense to us yeah. right now. And so to hear it from people who are like, we were very different before. And it's I mean, just to evolve with someone is uh, I think that's maybe the nicest potential part of a long relationship is just to see how you grow and change apart and together. Yeah. It, it's, and the it, scariest yeah. part is I think like the closer that we've gotten, the faster time moves. It's a really, yeah. like, Oh wow. It's like terrifying. Actually. Yeah. It like wow. speeds up. Like when you say 12, so a couple who's been together for 12 years, I was like, Oh, I wonder who that was. And I was like, Oh yeah, that <laughs> that's is you a, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't it, feel like that. yeah. It doesn't. Wow. And, and I think, I don't know what that is. I think it is just, um, I mean, <laughs> This is crazy. We were talking about this last night, too, of we went to after this music show. Sorry, I was a little bit high. I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> but our friend played the played um, uh, In My Life by the Beatles. And as we're listening to it, I was like, do you hear the lyrics of this song? It was actually like gobsmacking. Like, wow. because what I guess it was McCartney wrote it. I don't know. Some Beatles head will correct me. But he was basically saying, like, um, of all the like memories and things that I have in my life, like none of them matter now that I like, 
that I know you, that I have Ugh. you, yeah. and they're all going away. Like, yeah. and they all have like faded and lost their meaning. Aww. And even though like I'll think about them, like now this like person has come into my life, and I was like, this song is devastatingly romantic and also just like so touching. And we were talking about this. I was like, doesn't that feel like as you're in a relationship, like you become closer and closer with someone? All those other things start to, they truly do. Like they lose their um, gravity and their, yeah. their, you know, just even a lot of their meaning. Right. And then it's also so terrifying because, yeah, because like, oh this God, person means this so person. much to you. Yeah. yeah. And everything else around you just becomes beige or neutral yeah. and you're just like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. I also heard in it that, um, that there's no threat to having. Um, fond memories of other lovers or relationships yeah. or things that used to take more of your attention because he's just saying I love you more mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah. I, I felt like he also was saying like that that kind of love and trust like makes room for like all that other stuff like you might notice other people be attracted to other people um, have a fondness for like a memory that doesn't involve this new love and all of it's okay like kind of in the it's sort of the joke I made with you when we ran into each other last yeah. week of like policing your sexuality or yeah. whatever like I've noticed that too even with with Greg is that like well you have to say the joke now well I can't remember how I said it but like oh I, I love you so much I would like to police your sexuality for the next few decades until <laughs> I stop caring uh, so good so good oh, no. I think oh, you wanted Stevie to you wanted Stevie to make one of her cards that says yeah, that. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it'd be amazing if you just walked up to me and said that and I'm like what I still have to make that card for you I absolutely will I was standing will. there and I was like this is weird I can't I think I'm going to write it as an essay I'm going to try to get it in write it like, as an essay and murmurs in the New Yorker I'll, I'll make a I'll make a card is what is it until, until I stop caring? <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean, I think the last part is now that's, that's so funny such a, because it's like, yeah, I'm gonna intensely, I'm gonna scrutinize it, I'm gonna yeah. think about it, I'm gonna let it affect how I uh, do think. everything. And you then, know what? Now I'm gonna move yeah. on, and, and I'm it's, gonna, <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna brain. matter to me. I don't even care about the sex that much anymore. <laughs> you know, like, but I, I've noticed that with Greg, is like the longer we're together, the less I remember I used to be more jealous or I would be worried, or is yeah. he. Is that going to be a problem? Is there going to be? Is he going to cheat on me? Is it? Is someone flirting with him or whatever? And now, like, it's more fun now to even notice someone flirting with him and be like, "Oh wow, that's kind of." Please great. tell yeah. me when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> You're not enjoying this. I don't know I, when it's I'm happening. I'm seeing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. but, but I do. Have you don't keep a log. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my flirt log. You have a little flirt yeah. log. It's, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Barista, three thirty uh, p.m. Yeah. Tuesday. Wow, commented on my trucker hat. Loved <laughs> my crop. I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. I got rid of them, everybody. So secret crops. I do have the rubber Birkenstock, so. Oh, sorry. those are rad, though. Yeah. But I was commenting on it because because um, Stevie has a card that, what does it say about monogamy? Um, humans aren't meant to be monogamous, but I'd like to give it a try with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. nice. And, yeah. And, but the women were walking by her booth. They were really mad. Just like, let's keep going, keep going, honey, keep going. Walk, walk, and walk, the, walk, men walk. Would like, <laughs> the men would like smile at me. But only one time uh, the woman smiled at me and the man was like not into it. <laughs> but it was great. It was fun to witness, you know. But um, That's, wait, at, at like a fair or something? Yeah, I had like a little art fair. Babe, let's check out these cards with this nice. No, Whoa, keep walking. Keep, keep walking. <laughs> Moving along. Oh, look at 
<laughs> she looks so nice. No, no. <laughs> no, she's bad. And she's beautiful. Keep walking, keep walking. Yeah, no. I don't like that at all. <laughs> this, this old experience. lady is selling some wind chimes. Let's go find her. Yeah. She's very old. We should buy something from someone who's much older than this other woman. Um, <laughs> I... I always say when I'm in like in the in the realm of what you're saying. Also, yes, you should write that essay. Um, I would love to read it, okay. um, especially because in my head, your the last paragraph of your essay will just be you stop caring about the essay. Also, like you just stop <laughs> caring. <laughs> you start writing See, sentences. It with everything. <laughs> Turns okay. into a grocery list. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Here god! Did we just write the essay about, with you? Okay, yeah. I'll credit you. Okay, also, great. you should be like. Uh, I should mention I'm having sex right as I write this. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, in alignment with that, I always. I, I used to be very jealous in relationships and when I was younger and today now in relationships, I don't worry about it because I feel like I've developed um, more than more. I've developed myself. So yeah. I know that I'm more than just like what I look like. I'm what I do. I'm who I am. I'm like my soul. I'm funny. I'm this. I'm this. And it's sort of like to me, I'm like. If someone cheated on me, it would be such a loss for them. Do you know? What I mean? It's almost like yeah. my self worth is high enough to where I'm like, I can't control them, and if they're gonna do that, great. But like, my instinct is if someone's with me, they probably value me. You know, yeah. to some degree. I don't know. It makes a me feel much better. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The 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 whole package is so important. And when you're like, you know what, my my package ain't bad. Yeah. And sex and sexuality can be like a pretty minor part of that yeah and I think I think of it too even of like I, I feel like everywhere you go you see men like checking women out yeah. you know and I'm like I think it's just like it's almost just being alive we see like oh I like that ass you know yeah, all yeah, of us yeah. are like that's a nice that's a good ass, ass yeah. you know and then, <laughs> and then <Pump> ass. <laughs> yeah and, and then it's like oh that's so that's just it means you're alive yeah and it's no threat you know no. where, where's the I remember I was in therapy for a long time I haven't been in therapy now for a while but I remember my therapist would say that a lot she'd be like what's the threat like, yeah what's the threat that Even, they leave you for a nice ass yeah. like right. yeah, yeah it's it, not gonna it's yeah. that doesn't sustain anything yeah. like right. that's not sustainable yeah right. it just comes down to like aesthetics it's like we're alive we're on this world everybody is like we're all told look at that ass yeah so yeah. I'm sure everyone's thinking that I also think that's very okay. Like in my head, I'm like, you can like what someone looks like or you can like whatever. It's not usually a threat to a relationship. Yeah. I had a friend recently say to me, I wonder if sexuality sexuality diminishes in long-term relationships because we as individuals, in an attempt to protect the emotional life of our partner... We are tamping down and shoving down our desires all day long. Don't look at that ass. Don't think that. Don't oh. whatever. Like shutting down your human sexuality all day long. And so then when you bring it to your partner who you're supposed to share it with, it's so shut down. Wow. That, and I'm like, that's actually really interesting. That makes a lot so of sense. In an attempt. Who were you discussing with this with, babe? Many <laughs> <laughs> names. Mike Kaczynski. <laughs> okay, I well. Love him so much. That's one of our <laughs> friends who's gay, so it's fine. Doesn't <laughs> 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 yeah. affect me in any way. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Okay, keep No going. threat. <laughs> Check. No threat yeah. to me. Yeah, great ass. But no threat. Yeah. He does have a great ass. Um, but, but yeah, it, and, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I, and it's made me even. I feel like now we kind of do bad bits though about it. We joke where like when there's a <laughs> there's a woman who lays out at our pool when we open our blinds in the morning, 
Um, almost every morning this summer, there is this gorgeous Australian, mm. like we call her hot buns because yeah. she's out <laughs> there and she lays on her stomach and she takes off her top because she's face down. Yeah. But then she has the tiniest song in the bottom. So you open it, it just looks like but, a naked body yeah, yeah. laying there. Mm-hmm. And Greg always does a bit where he wakes up, he blows the curtains <laughs> open and he just goes, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Scandalized. <laughs> yeah. And we'll come and stand in the window and we'll be like, how long can we stand here before we're total creeps? Like, it's looking so at the funny. sexy lady down by It the is pool. like a weird thing to have coffee and just look out the window and be like, well, there's some sexy lady. Naked lady outside my window. Oh, oh my that's God. so fun that you there's guys have fun with it, though. Yeah, but now he'll do it for anything. Like, the, the hot girl in the TV show will walk on screen and Greg will go, oh my God. Go. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's it, so funny. But we'll always do bits too, like a girl in like tiny little short shorts and like gorgeous legs will be walking a a uh, dog, you know, and we'll be like, oh, that's so cute. And, you know, we'll be like, I was talking about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like it. Like, we'll both look and be like, wow, she's beautiful. Yeah. You know? And I think it used to be where I'd be like, is he looking at her? Oh my yeah, gosh. please don't say anything. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, you, you can participate. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's great. I like, also think when you can appreciate someone else's beauty, you are not, um, threatened like you stop being threatened by it do you know what I mean like when you yeah. recognize that like we're all just everyone's beautiful in their own way yeah. and it's like it stops being like it doesn't take away from you yeah There's you know a piece of advice that I I feel like I hear Dan Savage give like once a month because I listen to his podcast which I, I I've never applied it to my own life but it seems like it uh, there's something to it which is like Someone will call in and say, I don't know, uh, the, someone at work is flirting with me or, or my husband, I found texts that my husband is texting a coworker or, so, you know, yada, yada. But he basically will, and you know, in some cases it's like, oh, there's been cheating and like you have to kind of approach that differently. But if it's like someone is in a relationship and the other person has, or, or the person calling has some sort of attachment or attraction to someone, he... I think smartly, and maybe maybe you can speak to it. Will and it sounds like kind of what you're saying. Will say like you can talk to the person you work. Like it's okay to be attracted to somebody else because it's natural. But you can take that at pretty much the opposite of what you were saying of tamping it down. Like yeah, use your attraction to someone else, you know, and bring it home and like use it. Yeah. To if you're all revved up at work, like come home and like. Continue it. Get yes, w- yeah, exactly. Come home, exactly. Get weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because we both work from home. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so is it all about this Australian girl for both of <laughs> you? <laughs> you guys, she late. looks really she good. Is. Okay, <laughs> I want to come over we and see what's going on. have a lot of old folks at our building too, so I'm not sure who. Uh, you're you're probably more into like all the. You know what's so like funny? The I actually think I have a picture I took of her, which is so creepy. Oh my gosh! I would love to see it. Um, we have to ask you at least one food question. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Greg is definitely the cook, and he's so good at it. Oh, Ooh. what? He's so we good at it. We didn't actually have to ask you a question at all. That's <laughs> perfect. Wait, so you cook? I cook. <gasps> For Holly every night? Not every night. We cook a few few nights a week. Okay. I would say three-ish, four-ish nights. Wow. I'd like you to cook for me more, actually. <laughs> you got a standard? You got a go-to? You got a <laughs> you know, fallback <laughs> specialty? I'm a... Do you have a fallback? A fallback? <laughs> yeah, like something you just go like, I don't want to think. I'm yeah. going to whip up my famous... I do have the great eggs almost every morning. Mm. Yeah. Gorgeous mm. eggs. I like, like making breakfast. And like wow. Wow. Perfect. And like beautiful. I wow. got a brunch thing. I don't know. I um yeah, I've always really liked to cook. My parents both cooked and my dad was like 
like started in restaurants. So mm-hmm. he okay. was kind of a part of my family. Um, I don't know. I like cooking Italian food, although I'm trying to be a, a little more health All conscious. All I want to do is eat like, Italian food. Yeah, know, me too. I love Italian food. Uh, me too. It's the best for a reason. Yeah. My really reason is. is carbs. Yeah. And a little fat, oh. and it's the best. Yeah. yeah. But, Delish. Um, yeah, recently... I don't know. I've been making a lot of fish. I've been, we've cooked a lot of like, I grilled a lot of fish in Mexico, made a lot of Mexican food. Oh yeah. You bringing really that good. to California? A little bit, but you know what? It truly was. It's not as good. In- ingredients. Uh, today I was at, there's a place in LA here called home state, which mm-hmm. before I would just always really be like, these tacos are the best. Yeah. And I went there today and I truly thought they were garbage. Mexico yeah. ruined you in, in, in Mexico yeah. like, really ruined me because there were all these like yes. homemade tortillas like oh, right off of this like tortillas. handmade hor- tortilla table. All the ingredients were insane. Yeah. And it just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard when you have the real thing and then you come back to California yeah, where they like just like Italy and then yeah. like, coming and eating Italian food here. It's like it's totally it's different. not good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, we like to cook and Holly likes to I've I think you're a really good sous chef. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. You get you get or you get you get anxious and overwhelmed, and then you rush, yeah. and then and and cooking just falling. And I grew direction. up really poor, and I think there's a psychological thing because of that that I do like portions wrong. Like oh. I I my this like mentality of being poor when I was little, where you know it's like, oh, if chocolate chips are the best part, then more chocolate chips will make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh. But then I'll do that with like <laughs> I'll uh, it'll be like this has too much olive oil in it, or this is too much butter, or whatever. Like I I mess up the portions where I like do too much. Yeah. Because I so I, that's what I'm trying to learn <laughs> from <laughs> you're, you. You're getting really good though. I mean, that's I feel like. Good. Yeah, you're you're really good at sous chefing. Oh, here's hot that's buns. That's so nice. Here's Let's hot see buns. hot buns. <laughs> oh like wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's very naked feeling. We get to wake up to that every day. Well, it's rare to see someone's oh, butt at that angle. <laughs> you we get to lay out every day. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. She's concerned with. She's just doing a real wrecking job on her skin. <laughs> oh man, yeah. you should. Um, she after twenty minutes, you should like go out and tell her. Hey, you should only get twenty minutes of sun every day. And oh, I know. Worried about you. Not to police your buns hi we live up there <laughs> <laughs> those buns are not gonna look like that next year if you keep laying out this much. hope you've had a great summer it's gonna stay warm for the next couple of weeks i looked it up so here's hot what you're gonna need to do hot girl summer just turned into skin cancer fall oh no yeah. one of the best things i think you've been making recently is those little oyster mushrooms like in just some butter and garlic mm-hmm. and it's truly the greatest oh, you thing know what i oh yeah if people like uh cooking stuff the, the thing that i just discovered at Trader Joe's that I'd never had was the that umami um, seasoning they have just at, at Trader Joe's. Yeah, in the seasoning oh, aisle, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Ooh. good. It's so good on it. Like it's put it on out. bok choy and all delicious. Of you're like, this is, it's I'm just like bok choy garlic right? umami. Uh, so it's easy. like a prepackaged spice. Yeah. It'll make you feel like a cook. I used to be obsessed with their everything bagel thing. It's, it's within the same world. Oh, it's in the same oh. fam. So you put it on, like avocado and stuff. I put it on avocado toast every day. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. M- I have trouble digesting it for some reason. It's oh, like really? too much flavor or something. Do you like tahine? Tajine? Tahine? What T-A-G-I-N? language? I think what is that? It's, um, what language are we speaking? Um, it's like lime stuff that lime. they put like oh. in cocoa fresco. <gasps> oh yeah, that. I had a little one one time. Yeah, yeah, that you can get it at the grocery store for a couple bucks, and that on avocado also is like. Oh, <gasps> I need to go that direction instead because yeah. the onion every morning. I was like, we're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. I gotta pick up. It's the umami seasoning. Is it dry or is it like a? It's dry. Yeah. Okay. Seasoning um, aisle. I gotta make sure. The last time I went there a couple days ago and didn't 
I kind of just didn't even think what I was doing that I was going there on Sunday afternoon. Oh, and um, Army mistake. It was war. Like I didn't yeah. used to shop at Trader <laughs> Joe's. I like it now a lot. And now, and I, I never park in the lot, but I walked in like off the street and was immediately like the the first time I ever had a panic attack was on Canal Street <gasps> in New York, uh, oh. walking in like this giant crowd of people people trying to sell me stuff, and I was just like I had to duck into a doorway, mm. oh. and I. It didn't get to this, but at Trader Joe's, I was like, "Oh, we're just doing, we're just doing the basics." Like I just did a sweep and went like, "Okay, cucumber, tomato, <laughs> cheese, turkey, uh, uh, spinach, spinach." Stealing it, run, yeah, run, <laughs> uh, full speed down the street. You but, had um, that the other day at tra- Trader Joe's because uh, uh, someone was having a, an, a somebody was throwing hot coffee on everyone in the produce. You know how they have the little coffee things? <laughs> yes. This guy was picking up the little paper coffee things and just spraying people with them and throwing. Hot coffee on everyone, and it was what? Right, and it was right after that Trader Joe's in Silver Lake got yeah. shot up. Yeah, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here because I was like, if they call the cops, the cops will start shooting at <gasps> us. You know, yeah. like, and I just like, pan- I had. A I would have panicked panic too. Attack. This wow. was at the same one, or no? No, this is at the Hollywood one. Oh, that yeah. one seems, is rough. Yeah, yeah. Oof. that one's hard. That one's rough. Um, well, that's a good Little rack. Hot, Little hot coffee. Throw it on okay. Anything. Sauteed spinach, any okay. greens. It word. makes your veggies wow. so tasty. And hot wow. coffee, drink it. Don't throw it. Yeah, don't throw it. Drink <laughs> coffee, don't throw. Yeah. Also, well, I'll write it down. Okay. There's also <laughs> a really great, another <laughs> Trader Joe's thing. There's this collagen protein powder at Trader Joe's oh, I oh. In the, that mm-hmm. you can put in your coffee every morning that, for me, has been life-changing. Because when coffee hits your, because the first thing I always want in the morning is like, I just want coffee. black coffee. Yeah, my favorite thing me too. And when that coffee hits an empty stomach, it's like acid. But this is a but this is a protein powder that's undetectable that you put in your coffee, and it's got collagen. Mm, I have one that's not Trader Joe's, but I love it. I'll get it from Trader Joe's from now on. Yeah. Can I ask you real quick? It's the Great Lakes. And this is Great um, Lakes. I, I have to admit. So I was in uh, Whole Foods three six five a couple months ago. I ran into someone that I didn't want to run into. Um, had a very awkward interaction, and then almost sort of as a response to that, because I wanted to get in and get out. I grabbed collagen powder <laughs> and I bought it along with like the two other things I was there for. And then I used it every morning and I realized halfway through, I don't even know what this is. And then halfway through that, I bought more at Trader Joe's and you look and it says like, good for your skin. Like what do you know? Can you tell me anything more about what I'm putting into my body every morning? Cause I, I I've been taking it for two months. <laughs> it's your re- skin. Your skin does great. look great. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, it's really good for skin and nails and hair and, what it's bovine, right? Isn't it bovine? So, it's, yeah. like, um, it's like bone, right? It's yeah, bone. it's their cow's bones. Yeah, I think it's bone. And I think it's like ground, but it's undetected. It's 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 ground but do you notice bones. That you're cutting <laughs> nails your more? face looks so sad now that you know that you just I'm been putting bones powder. into my body. Yeah, <laughs> to make your Honestly, skin look good. I should know this. That's truly on me. <laughs> like, your bones look great too. Yeah, your like, bones look healthy, look healthy, strong. It is supposed to be good for like. It's yeah, really good for you. Your, yeah, like bone regeneration and all that. Yeah. Stuff. My acupuncturist made me start doing it, and I was like, I don't want to do this. I was like vegan at the time. I was like, I can't do this. And then it was like, um, it was a gateway drug into meat for me, honestly. I started doing that, and I was like, I feel and look so much better. And then I just started eating meat again. Yeah. Sorry. So do you put it in your coffee? (laughs) How do you use the collagen? I put it in a matcha latte every morning. I've been stirring it into water, collects at the bottom of the glass. What? Collagen Are you kidding? You really stir it in water? Yeah. Oh, you drink it out of water? Dave. Yeah, you just, oh, you just drink it really fast. Oh, I'm not bo- drinking like a pint of water. You're drinking wa- bone water. <laughs> well, now I know it's bone water. 
bone coffee is so much bone better. Bone coffee's cooler. Oh, we're bone all matcha's cool. savages. Okay. All right. Well, bone we'll, water has to be the name of this episode. <laughs> we talk we bone talk, water. We talk about, yeah, we talk yeah. about uh, ten year anniversary. Yeah, uh, cooking buns. at home and bone hot water. buns and bone water. <laughs> um, hot buns and bone water. All right. Well, truly a, a pitiful segue, but we uh, have come to the end, and there is um, first of all. What a fantastic conversation. Yeah. Second you all of all, are the best. What a gift. So we used to ask our all our guests five questions, and uh, we have now shortened it to uh, guest's choice. Pick a number one to five, and okay. we'll ask you, we'll both ask you that question. Okay. We'll ask it together. Oh, okay. So we, we have to Answer decide it on a number. Answer it in unison. No, I think, well. well whatever that. you want. Should we look at each other and both say a, a letter? Yeah. A, 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 oh, a yes. Yeah. Between one and five? One and five. Wait, I can't because you have this weird. She has a weird numbers thing. Yeah, I can read people's that's mind with it. That's why I was wondering if you'd be able to read my numbers thing. I think I, I either know the one that you definitely will pick or definitely don't want to pick. There's something about. Ready? Let's try. One, two, three, two. five. <laughs> 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 so five was the one that you would have never picked. Because I thought you didn't like five. No, fives are nice. Oh, okay. I Holly has like a synesthesia thing about I numbers. thought you were going to pick three. Because really? of the rule of threes. I don't Two, know. I would have not guessed. I thought, I was like, you either love five or you don't like five. Well, I love even numbers a lot. Oh, okay. I'm opposite. I like odds. All right, let's do two. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Number two. You know, it might be a little spicy, but. Uh, we got to get divorced. I can't believe we didn't. Yeah. Each of you. If you guys number. had to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had to get divorced. Where would, lawyer <laughs> me? <laughs> Where would you do it? <laughs> I just want a simple divorce. Like, nothing crazy. Yeah, I just want to go to Italy and like <laughs> do a divorce. Would you rehire the same cloggers for your divorce? <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. So to both of you, who is your current celebrity crush? <gasps> Whoa. Oh, I know who yours was. You just said last night. I know who like yours is easily, and it's probably half of America's. Who? Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Number Probably one was, like, girl. I'm going to fly to London just to go see her play. I, was try- I, I had my friends, friends did, that. That did that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't get yeah. tickets. I, I would have gone. I, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I was being very heteronormative, and I was thinking of a man. And you're right. It's Phoebe. And <gasps> I, I would have all the sex with her I possibly Whoa, could. Whoa, babe. Is that okay, <laughs> Sugar? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. I don't care. Oh, I can appreciate She's her. Perfect. Runs, She's wonderful. Right. That scene between her and um, Kristen Scott Thomas where she tries to kiss yes. her and Kristen Scott Thomas is like, you're not my type. Right? Yeah. I was like, honestly, like, I'm so turned on right now. I'm like, <laughs> there is nothing more attractive than someone who understands people as well as her. Like this, all yeah. the, like, pretty much every single, that dinner table scene that opens the second season, the Christian Todd, Scott Thomas scene, any scene with uh, Andrew Scott. Yeah. Like wild. I, I, yeah. That's why everyone in the world is like, it's me. She's doing a show about me. It's yeah. like, oh, she's doing a show about everybody. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's amazing. You know who I was thinking is, but I think he's right, is speaking of the leftovers, in that show, they always have Justin Theroux like falling out of a bathtub, all slippery, yeah, wet, and, and beautiful. You're talking about. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, oh my gosh! Oh like my this guy God. has. Oh my God! <laughs> oh I mean, my the audacity God. of that man. And look, I've thought about it. this man. He's forty-five. What is he doing? With side abs. Oh yeah. I, know. I followed him on Instagram. I was like, what? Are, what? Are, what's your secret? He's just hanging out with a cute pit bull all day. Oh, hanging out with cool celebs. Wow. He's got a a weird nose, which I appreciate because I have a weird nose. And I'm like, don't you think he has kind of a weird nose? I definitely have a weird nose. I don't think either of you have weird noses. Look at his profile. I think his nose is kind of weird. 
It's not, it's not like typical hot guy nose, which okay. I like. And he might be overcompensating with the side abs if he's self-conscious right. his nose. Right. Yeah, he's working on his obliques all the time. Yeah. No one you falls out of a bathtub last like night. that. You I just did? said a woman last night. And I remember being like... Oh, Joan Didion? No, no, you're crushed. Whoa, that's a good crush. That is, that is, that's a great crush. That's some guy points Actually, right there. Actually, you, you, know, you know who it is that I'll just remind myself of? Um, it, it's not who I said last night. Who did I say last who night? Who did you say last night? You were like, that's my like number one or something. And I was like, <laughs> really? Really? I well, said, that's my well, number well, one? Well, once he was high and like out of it, I was like, oh, I'm going to fish Big Little Lies. So I was, wa- I was watching the final episode, <laughs> and you kept tuning in and being like, what's going on? And I was like, go back to sleep, darling. <laughs> 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 was it one of those women? I can't remember. Zoe Kravitz? No. Was it Zoe? Who did no. you say? Laura Dern? But I thought you said the most beautiful Tulip. woman in the world was that woman that um, she's dating Cory Booker now. What's her name? Oh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, is it Rosario Dawson? No, I mean, I think that she's like insanely beautiful, but I... Th- no, I would say <laughs> this is not even a woman. I, w- I was just reminded that John Prine is like one of my favorite oh, yeah. people of all mm. time. And like he was sick and recently and had to cancel a bunch of dates. And I'm going through this thing now where a bunch of my heroes are like, you know, like Willie Nelson, we love and he yeah. likes to just turn like 80. Whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, when these people start to go, I'm going to just be so upset. Yeah. But Willie John Nelson Prine can't is, die. Yeah. You know what I was, know I was Prine, just blown up. away. Because I guess I just always assumed that it was a timeless song, but I just someone just said that in spite of ourselves just turned twenty. Yes. Yeah. I thought that song was from like seventy three. Uh yeah. Crazy. It's I lo- that song is it's a wonderful song. He's someone too that was writing songs when he was like thirty two years old that now when you listen to them, you can't believe that this person had the life experience at that age yeah. to write this song. So I don't He's know. He's amazing. That's a good with one. Words, his lyrics. He also, oh, oh my. Hot Buns, oh just my Hot Buns wants you to come home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are you? Hot Buns is like, I need <laughs> aloe. My butt is positively scorched. <laughs> I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> I need the couple in apartment three to rub <laughs> yeah. aloe on my buns. Stayed out here a little too long. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Um, like I got bit by so a yeah, I'll say John Prine for right now. Okay, and that's we can end with the relationship advice that we got from our first smog checker when we got to LA and we took our car for a smog check. He was like, "Hey, buddies, how's it going, buddies?" And he was like, "You two together, buddies?" And we were like, "Oh, is your yeah." Accent? I don't know why what I'm doing, <laughs> but this is how it is in my head. He's like, "Are you two together?" And we were like, how, "What is that apropos of for getting our smog? We've never had a yeah. smog check." And um, he was like, oh, you're together? Okay, how about uh, this? Keep the fights clean and the sex dirty, okay, bud? Uh, and oh, we're like, uh, thank you. And how much did it the pass? Did, did our pass? car pass? And it, yeah, it did. <laughs> so oh, wow. Imagine getting that advice and then being like, and you need a new catalytic converter. <laughs> <laughs> $2,500. <laughs> and I remember the time we were both like, what in the hell? We are like, is this what LA's like? And then, But now ever since, whenever I go to weddings and stuff, and they're like, Give us a card of your relationship advice and put it in the box. I always write that at every wedding I go to, and I leave it anonymous. Where I'm like, keep the fights clean and the sex dirty. Oh, <laughs> that's great advice. Oh it's dumb advice, but it's, it's great it's advice. Great. It's weird advice to get at a smog check. Yeah, it it's was more the timing. As we were leaving, remember he goes, "Hey, remember, buddies, uh, blowjobs is better than no jobs." Am I right? And we were like, "Oh, oh yeah, like he should have stopped. He should have stopped." <laughs> <laughs> No question. Being unemployed or getting head, like getting head yeah. way better. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is a stupid. Yes. Yeah, yes, of course it does. <laughs> we, we never went back there. No. 
<laughs> I it sounds familiar. I'm sure I went there once. <laughs> I'm we all probably yeah. met that positive. Yeah. Um, is there a place? First of all, thank you so much. Yeah, for being thank you guys. What a wonderful conversation. Is there some place you'd like to direct our listeners? Oh yeah, listen to our podcast. It's called Mega. Do it as Gray. And I play an Australian youth pastor. Who <laughs> so leads a youth ministry called Climate. So I'll say, hey guys, listen to Mega. It's me, Gray Haas. We're going to talk about Christ. It's going to be awesome. And I'm Hallie. I'm Hallie Labonte, welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel. <laughs> oh, wow. Beautiful. Check it out. All right, listen to <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you guys are perfect. <laughs> we are Campfire Audio Mates. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's so, right. So everybody that listens to us, listen to them and vice versa. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, Thank you, all. guys. Wow, uh, Dave. That was so good. That was so good. I actually feel like I'm left with hope. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to say I'm incredibly hopeful. I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about. They are fantastic. They're smart funny they make a case for long-term romantic yeah, love yeah they're doing they're doing it in a way too that i'm like oh i want that thing i yeah. want that with someone I, that seems really fun it seems like they are being smart about their relationship while still maintaining a sense of fun and, and playfulness. Sense of humor yes, it's like yes. it's like they're not taking it too seriously do you know what i mean like yeah. i feel like so many couples i'm like so many couples everything's so serious and I love, I also like that they kind of dispelled the thing of like relationships are hard and that thing, because I feel like that's always what makes me want to be like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But it, I mean, it also, it just has felt a little bit false to me when you hear that. Cause it's just like, I don't know. I was reminded of, um, uh, Chris Rock has, a, an old bit from like 15 years ago where he yeah. talks about, uh, you know, you know why, why like men go to a, go to go get a drink after work. Hmm. Uh, uh, cause, cause they don't want to go home yet. Like they got to drink something. They got to eat something. They got to smoke something. Like basically just saying like they want to limit the amount of time they're at home with their and, partner. Uh, Chris Rock is divorced. Yeah, of he course he is. Yeah. I feel like everyone I know who says that they have a relationship I'm not into. Like yeah. they fight. And they're probably not into it either. No, but you don't know better. I mean, I can't tell you. We touched on it a little, but I can't tell you how many times I've been in relationships with people and have thought this is a lot of work. Like the phone calls are a lot of work. The conversations are a lot of work. It's so much work, but it was because I didn't want to be in it. Yeah. And it, uh, yes, a, 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 a bad or, or fraught or difficult relationship is going to result in a lot more um, personality management, yeah. I guess you could say, uh, you know, delicate handling of emotions. And uh, I think when you find a partner that you just really click with, whether or not it's difficult at any point, yeah, um, it will make the kind of sense that you need it to make where if it is, if if it's the kind of thing where you need to go to counseling, you'll go to counseling. Yeah. Like they said, if they realize it's not for them, they not leave for you. counseling. Yeah. yeah. You figure it out in a different way. And you're just on like a journey. The, them talking about watching each other grow and how oh, time flies. I literally I like, started crying. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I was. I was. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Nice job, Greg and Holly. You've you've uh, killed the the cynics the cynics within us. Yeah. And yeah. and to be able to be in the same profession and make it together in LA is yeah. like, wow, that's impressive. That's really cool. And individually, they're both incredibly cool, which probably helps the relationship. Yeah. And, and also, you know, a smart piece of advice. If you, if you're married for 10 years, go to Mexico for a month. Oh my gosh. I was like, that is so ideal. Yeah. Also, it made me feel like, um, them saying that they wish they would have eloped. I was like, 
oh, that seals the deal for me. I definitely want to elope. Yeah, I think I think I think it, it's all circumstantial. If I'm if I'm with someone long term and marriage seems like it's in the cards and everyone wants a big splashy wedding, sure. But I I don't know how much of my vibe that is right now. But you know. Yeah. Maybe it'll never happen at all. Who knows? We don't know. We, we don't never know. know. I don't know. And, and and I'm certainly more optimistic now that I've talked to these two. Me too. I definitely would have a version of that relationship for sure. Oh, sure. That, um, that appeals. Well, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. Please feel free to slash compelled to slash obligated to rate, review, subscribe uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You yeah. can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com for all of your relationship queries, episode comments. Um, Whatever you, know, you want. You want to take audio from a previous episode and remix it into something fun? Do it. Yeah. You won't do it. Don't I do that. I bet you won't do I it. Dare I dare you, you to do, do it. it. Uh, and we also have a little bit of a hotline. You can call us and leave us a message with anything you might want to say to us. 213-458-5236. Leave us a message. That's 213-458-5236. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Sean Watkins here. I'm here to tell you about my podcast slash album called This Is Who We Are. That's right. It's a podcast and a record all rolled into one. Each episode features one song off the record paired up with a conversation with a guest who is related to that song in some way. Guests include Jackson Brown, Inara George, Kate Micucci, and the conversations aren't about these songs specifically. The songs just serve as sort of a topical springboard that hopefully will lend a little context to this new album of mine. Sort of like a modern day version of liner notes, only much more personal. The podcast and the album are both called This Is Who We Are. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts.